0: Senator Amidala, your tragedy on the landing platform, terrible. Seeing you alive brings warm feelings to my heart. Welcome to the Wampa's Lair Podcast. Deep in the bowels of the frozen ice caverns of Hoth, our hosts, Carl LeClair and Jason Hunt, discuss all things Star Wars. So join the conversation and hang out here in the Wampa's Lair. Hey everybody and welcome back to another exciting episode of the Wampa's Lair podcast. This is episode number 298, Warm Feelings to My Heart. I'm as always one of your hosts, Jason Hunt, and with me, the Anakin Skywalker and Asajj Ventress. To my Obi Wan Kenobi, we have Carl Leclaire and Katie Horn.
1: <laughs> hey, Jason! <laughs> what a great pair. I love. That. I mean, let's
0: face it; they're an unofficial trio because they always end up facing each other, and Obi Wan and Asajj have this banter that, if like, seriously. She's flirting with him the whole time.
1: (laughs) I just love it that it's just all like, you know, I'm the dark side one in the group.
0: (laughs) Well, we know
1: your
2: love for Maul. I mean, it bleeds strong, Katie.
1: Exactly. Yeah. I was actually a night sister the entire time. No one was surprised.
0: No, no one was surprised. And in fact, Katie does bleed red. Um, (laughs) Like everyone else. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Although careful, you cut too deep and there's some wispy green stuff that seeps out when when you're not looking. It's um, called
1: magic. It's night sister magic. Learn the right, right word. <laughs> S-
0: stuff. Wispy green stuff. <laughs> anyway. How y'all doing tonight? <laughs>
2: uh, Jason, I've got warm feelings in my heart because we're gonna be talking about Get this. We're doing a top five. First ever doing a top five with Katie, which I'm very excited about, to say the least. Yeah. And we are going to be talking about our top five heartwarming moments in Star Wars. And I can think of no better people on all of the land of the internets and all the land of the Force to talk about something like this with than
0: you, two people. Ah, now that makes me feel special. Aww, in fact, it brings warm feelings there to my we heart. Go. <laughs> <There it is>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Definitely well, going to hear that joke more than once. <laughs> uh, yeah.
2: Well, bef- bef- really quickly before we hop into the topic and our and our poll from last episode, um, I want to give a quick shout out to the Patreon supporter, who's the unofficial but official support. Of this particular episode of the Wampus Lair, so we want to give a, a special thank you to Shriv Surgrov. Um, I apologize if I said your name wrong because I'm sure I did. But Shriv, thank you so much for supporting supporting the show over on our Patreon and for bringing warm feelings to our hearts.
0: <laughs>
3: Woo! Thank you! Yay!
0: <laughs> I feel like I feel like we should have a little bit of Augie's Grand Municipal Band.
1: Yeah! 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 <laughs>
0: Okay, anyways, there you go. You I, guys can't see
1: it, but I'm dancing.
0: I, I should not <laughs> be seeing that on the podcast.
1: <laughs> uh. Now, sing Jedi Rocks. No, don't. No, wait. Corny no. Day! Lara! Corny Day! What did you do right me, too?
0: What's her name? I'm not I
1: don't remember really, her name, really but she's my really lipstickles. Oh, uh, Size four. Noodles? But yeah. Yeah. So, I, yeah. So,
2: do you this guys? Is my
1: lipstick icon.
2: <laughs> I don't know if you guys remember this report, but I, it was either during Attack of the Clones or Revenge of the Sith. Um, one of the greatest bands of all time, In Sync, was trying to get a cameo in the film. I think it was Attack
0: of the Clones. It was Attack of the Clones. Yeah. And They filmed scenes as background Jedi in the Genosis Arena, but their stuff was cut.
1: Oh, are you what? serious? <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> Are you kidding me? That's in the Lucasfilm archives somewhere. This exists? <laughs> in sync,
0: as oh Jedi God. in the background of the Genosis Arena. Uh, I'm a actu- thing.
1: I'm actually kind of mad that you told me that this exists because not I'm not mad that it exists. I'm mad that I'll never get to see it. I just it's in the world. You know what? You might been hurt, babe, about
2: how amazing would it be if this was just playing on the background of the, uh, the Battle of Geonosis? <laughs> I would have issue with that. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh my god, I love InSync. <laughs> Sorry.
1: You call this a diplomatic solution? No, I call this aggressive negotiations. <laughs> no,
2: I call this a dance party.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they start like they start like twirling their lightsabers like rave sticks, you know, like. <laughs>
2: oh my gosh i love Uh. us. um well anyway before we continue to get sidetracked you all had a lot of great things to say in response to our our poll from last episode where we asked you what your favorite musical moment was in the last jedi and katie was kind enough um with jason's busy day today um to go ahead and and gather the results of this poll so katie what did our larians have to say
1: uh, they had quite a bit to say. So coming in at fourth place, in fourth place, no, yes, fourth place. I'm I'm new at this. I'm not as practiced as Jason. You can tell. <laughs> that's With, all right. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> With one vote each, we have uh, the Resistance march when Poe says, "All clear, bring the bombs." We have Luke's force projection reveal, Ray's lightsaber training montage, Luke and Leia's reunion. The Octo Island music, the Fodhier run, Rose's theme, Luke vaulting across the ravine when Ray says, Careful.
0: Oh, that's such a good po- oh, that's I, such a good moment. I, I look- actually really wish that motif was in the movie more. I like that <laughs> motif a lot.
1: <laughs> I just I always pretend that it's the porg shouting, careful. That porg. <laughs> careful. Be careful. We need more helpful porgs, I think. Yeah, it's just telling Luke Skywalker to look out.
2: <laughs> All right, here we go. That little porgins, baby. <laughs>
1: They're not cats, Carl. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, i now. I'm imagining porgs with like little instruments playing that music, following Luke wherever he goes.
0: <laughs> 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 oh, I, I love brain, it! He jumps to uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail with <laughs> the, uh, the coconuts and the yeah. minstrels. Except um, it's all
1: porgs. It's all exactly.
0: Porgs. It's all porgs.
1: Take notes, um, J.J. Abrams. While you're filming episode nine. Take notes.
0: Exactly. <laughs> what else um, we got?
1: Um, also with one vote each, we have uh, when the Praetorian fight begins, Rey and Kylo standing back to back. And the Holdo maneuver, when the sound yeah. drops out entirely. Which very cool. That is so those cool. all had Yeah. Those all had one vote each. Uh, in third place, with two votes each, we had the Spark, the Battle of Krait, and Yoda's theme. Hmm.
3: Very Mm. cool.
1: Yeah, I I can't lie. When Yoda's theme kicks in, the tears, they started coming. (laughs) (laughs) In third place, was that already third place? I don't know. I'm lost. But these all have three votes each. Okay, I think that's second. (laughs) Second place? Uh Uh-oh. Then there's going to be two first (laughs) places. Whatever. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) So, okay, there'll be first place and super first place. Okay. (laughs) First place, the
0: special edition.
1: (laughs) All right. Okay, so we decided this is third place. We have uh, the Canto bite intro, you know, when when we're coming in to the cantina. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love that. And then Leia's theme when she's flying through space. Ah, I love that, too. I'm so glad that was ranked so high.
0: Oh, that's so good.
1: Oh the Larry's of things.
0: I do like me some Leia Poppins, y'all. Oh, my um, gosh.
1: <laughs> that's also I yeah, that's also when I start crying. Well, okay, honestly, I cry throughout the entirety of The Last Jedi. I love that movie so much. It just <laughs> <laughs> But like there's so many times when I watch that scene, you know, when Leia like has her hand outstretched, I too stretch out my hand to touch her. <laughs> <It's> like <laughs> E. T or something. I reach for her. <laughs> all right um okay first place but regular first place not the best first place (laughs) with four votes (laughs) is luke facing down the entire first order with a laser sword yeah Uh, yeah (laughs)
2: which is essentially the spark right
1: yeah is that the spark oh did i mess that up no that's
2: whatever it's i mean (laughs) it's They're two – in a way, they're two different parts because a lot of people were no, pointing out like they love mm. the part when Luke and Leia reunite, which is essentially you know the Luke and Leia theme from Return of the Jedi mm. reprised. But all of that is rolled into the spark the, as a track. Oh, OK. But yeah, some people – and I don't mean this to sound like a jerk. Some people like will <laughs> ask for a musical moment and they just give us a track and it's like, OK, well, that's not the particular moment. But OK. No,
3: fair
1: enough. <laughs> that yeah, works. Fair enough. Spark is a great track. <laughs> it is. Correct. Yeah. Um, okay, and then in the best first place, super special edition ultra first place with five bones <laughs> is the binary sunset. Uh,
0: uh, I yes.
1: I can't.
2: Luke- right. says favorite hair. Uh, here. Uh, here we go. Now, I feel, bad. Real, I feel really bad. bad, but somebody pointed out one of the folks that voted for this. I don't know if it was on Twitter or Facebook, but made a really, really beautiful observation. And I apologize that I'm forgetting your name. Um, but made a beautiful observation about comparing this, you know, binary sunset to the one in A New Hope. And right, because it's the exact same theme, it's the force theme. But they pointed out how this one does have just, there's like a fullness to it, there's a completion to the way mm-hmm. it's pronounced here. Right. And like mm-hmm. the force theme is, I mean, it's, it's, Reproduced throughout all genres of Star Wars: Clone Wars, Rebels, the films. It's constantly showing up, but it's it shows the intricacy of the composer when they're able to take the same notes but give them a different inflection, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. I just think that's so mm-hmm. beautiful. And I, and I just and I really apologize that I'm forgetting who who made this this point, but it, what a great point about comparing it to the version in a New Hope. They're both beautiful. They're both the same music, but there's something about. You know, the one in A New Hope, that it's very dream-inducing. It's very, like, hopeful and, like, looking to the future. But this one is very final and complete and and wholesome. Um, and I just – I really appreciate that point. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, Carl, um, what did you vote for? I didn't vote for anything that was voted for, so. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite moment, musical moment then?
2: Well, I was going to pull it up, but I, I – I, Forgot to do that, so I'll just tell you. Um, and and it, this is purely because of every, the first few times I watched the movie. It's the mo- the moment where the music really just grabbed me, and it's when Ray shows up in the Falcon on the Battle of Kray. Um mm. And you know, you get the Rebel fanfare as they see it, but then you get into her theme and she goes, "Woo, I like this." Um, hello, Mister Abrams, I like this. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, just the way her theme is pronounced there is is so. Beautiful to me. I mean, race theme is my favorite theme in the entire in the entire Disney era of Star Wars. Um, it's just so darn beautiful, and there's something about again, like like I was just kind of commenting with the Force theme. We've heard race theme in you know myriad different ways in Force Awakens and even up to this point in Last Jedi. But it's my favorite statement. Uh, well, except for the abduction in Force Awakens, that's the bomb. Um, but this is my favorite <laughs> statement of race theme in Last Jedi. And there's something just very hopeful, and like here comes the light, right in this dire situation. Here comes our new hope. Uh-huh. Um, and and if you, I'm sorry, I'm just going to sidetrack us for one second, even though we've done this multiple <laughs> times already in the episode. Um, just thinking about the titles of the films themselves, right? So, uh, Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope. It's clearly about Luke. Episode mm-hmm. Seven: The Force Awakens. That's clearly about Ray. In a way, Ray Ray is the new hope. In the sequel mm-hmm. series. So as she comes, you know, dashing in, she is the, the white knight, you know, in the Shining Falcon who shows up to, you know, save the day in a way. And, and that statement of her theme, it's brief, but it's powerful. And I just, and it's also truncated. I do love her. Woo! I love, it. I like this. I'm like, <laughs> oh. I wish she was saying that, like, she, you know, she likes this in reference to the date we were just on. I like this. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> alas a young man can dream. <laughs> y- yes. yes.
1: You like hand her a bouquet of flowers. Yeah. Oh, I, like I like this. this.
2: <laughs> She'll be like, I like this, Carl. Could you? And I'll just be like, could you actually just say, I like it, Mr.
0: Abrams? She'll be like, sure. Is <laughs> <laughs> it your last name, Leclerc? Don't worry about it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you open the car door for her. I like this.
0: <laughs> oh, my gosh oh my You pick God. up the check
1: at dinner. I like this. <laughs>
0: all right uh what 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 did you pick jason um my my well obviously everyone knows i love me some march of the resistance however Mm -hmm. that is not my favorite musical moment in the last jedi my favorite musical track is the spark but that is not my favorite musical moment my favorite musical moment is the holdo maneuver I get pumped every single time this music plays I love the Holdo maneuver the way it just builds until you know she launches into hyperspace and everything goes silent the whole thing is perfect as soon as that you know the shuttles get fired on and the camera goes right back to Holdo (laughs) that whole section there is my favorite musical moment in this movie yeah Well, here you go
1: right
0: here ah uh.
1: Oh, my gosh.
0: That has a very Revenge of the Sith feel to it. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, Oh, this whole movie does. Oh, my gosh. You guys, did you read that interview with Ryan Johnson where he talks about, you know, he he grew up with the OT. And so he, he felt like he was already really familiar with that world. You know, he knows what that world feels like. You know, sounds like, looks like, but he didn't have that connection with the prequels. So he brought the prequels everywhere with him. You know, they were on his iPad, they were on his TV all the time because he nice. wanted to be as intimately familiar with those movies, how they sound, how everything. And so, I and I think you can really see that in in the Last Jedi. You can see that prequel love. I love it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. All right,
0: Katie, round us out. What, what's your favorite musical moment from the Last Jedi?
1: Uh, mine is lifting rocks when lay Le- when Ray lifts up those rocks. it Ugh. it's the perfect. it It's beautiful because this is coming off of uh, Luke's um, little little uh, monologue about how everything Kylo just said is wrong. <laughs> the war and is just I, beginning. <laughs> and I, I
0: will not be
2: the last Jedi I
1: Yes.
2: It. I think I found it. Yeah, this is her life. Yeah, this is it. destroy her you and all of it no no you
0: will try
1: (laughs) 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 don't try it no (laughs) oh Um, my gosh again again though
0: revenge of the sith feel it has a very order 66 kind of feel to it um yeah, that's exactly way
1: well, it. yeah it's the it's the same music from when we see the the jedi being cut down when we see carrie monday <laughs> get shot and and who else, uh Ela sakura is that who yep, that yeah yep, yep. Uh, when we sakura, see- you
0: got Ada gallia plo <laughs> Koon, yeah
1: uh, yeah when we when we see the the Jedi massacred, um, that's the same music that plays when, when Ray lifts up the rocks, and it's the direct inversion of the Jedi dying and the Jedi being reborn and uplifted through Ray on on, as Luke directly states, "I will not be the last Jedi. The Jedi don't die here. They didn't die with order 66, and they don't die here now. You know they' they're, all that's left is a spark, but it's enough. And yeah. I think that's really beautiful. It's very important. And again, I just love Ryan so much for bringing that, that prequel love and resolving these prequel themes in his movie. You know, that, that I think that's exactly what the sequel trilogy should do. It should round out the entire saga and not just the, the OT. Mm-hmm. This, yes. this is yeah, this is exactly the kind of scene that does that. That you know, regardless of how you feel about the prequels, this is a meaningful moment, and it's meaningful for the saga and for the larger story being told about the the Jedi. And, uh, and I I love it so much for that. Can't pick any other moment. <laughs> this is the one.
2: Love it, love it. Yep. Very nice. Well, <laughs> I think we should probably hop into our top five because we're 20 minutes into the episode and we haven't even touched it yet. <laughs>
0: oh, oh no. <laughs> <laughs>
2: no. Okay. Yeah. We should probably
0: get going with that then. So
2: here's a question. Um, I have an honorable mention. Do you all have an honorable mention? Yes. You said I could have one. I did. (laughs) Katie, do you have one as well?
1: Uh, Yeah. 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 Sorry.
2: (laughs) No, don't be sorry. That's that's kind of the point. Um, Who would like to go first?
1: I'll go first. Okay. I'll take it. I'll take it and run with it. (laughs) (laughs) All right um i i picked for my honorable mention uh only because it's very similar to something else you'll see later down the list um is when anakin says i'm gonna be the first to see them all uh, oh my heart
2: yeah so good that
3: nice
1: your scene that entire scene's very heartwarming for me because we have uh qui-gon Jin um sharing this little moment with anakin as anakin just looks up at the sky and dreams oh, yeah. and you know well has anybody ever been to the mall mm, not likely I'm gonna be the first to see them all. It's it's ah, my heart. Bedtime. (laughs)
0: How? Brush brush your teeth. (laughs) What's that? I'm not gonna tell you again.
2: (laughs) Just checking your blood for infections. (laughs) Um. Katie, I'm so glad you you mentioned this one. I almost put this on my list, but I purposely left it off only because I've talked about it a lot before. Um, so I want. I challenged myself to pick something different, but this would normally be on my on my list. And yeah, like it is. It's just so beautiful. It's a, it's a little boy, dreaming. Like there's. It's just the sense of innocence of just wanting so much more. And I, I think right. Like it's it's so similar to that binary sunset scene in A New Hope. Ugh. This is basically mm-hmm. Anakin's moment for that. But because he's so much younger and he's in a much different place in life, um, it's even more. I don't know, like, fantastical, maybe? Mm. I don't know if that's the right word, but, right, it's just so much more, it's just, there, it's so, there's n- it's there's such no concrete. limits to the dream. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah right, because the idea that the stars are infinite, right, like, there's just so many, and Anakin wants to touch the infinite, right? Like, he's yeah. this yeah. finite little boy, but he wants to touch what's infinite, and I just, oh, it's so beautiful, and it's so heartwarming. Katie, my heart is warm, too. I need my warm medicine <laughs> oh boy Uh, should i
0: go next yes Yes. (laughs) i welcome i welcome it (laughs) all right well um i'm gonna say first of all my list is a little bit haphazardly thrown together this time around uh because uh i I just I've been very busy the last several days. I've been thinking about this topic, but my list is kind of just all like here's what popped into my head first while I was making my list, and we're just gonna go with it. That's a good um, one. It just go. makes
1: it emotional and raw, Jason. Yeah, Jason don't yeah. apologize raw. for it. It's
0: and a lot of it is stuff that's more recent to my memory. So you'll see some, some Disney era stuff in here. Um yeah. like my honorable mention. Um actually this is gonna be from The Last Jedi. Um and it's the scene Luke and R2 have together. Um, mm, and yeah. and this may not be as heartwarming to everybody else as it is to me, but R2 my favorite character in Star Wars. And the fact that he gets to have this nice little scene where he gets to see his old friend again and say hello and goodbye, um, essentially. Um, it, uh, it simultaneously makes me so happy and breaks my heart um, because... Luke and R2 have been through so much together, um, and, and R2's sort of been the the safeguarder of the the story of the Skywalkers. You know, he's been with Anakin, he was with Luke, now he's kind of sitting on the sidelines waiting for something to happen. Um, but he gets one last time to, to reconnect with Luke, to uh, flashback to their first meeting where he shows off the the message from Leia, which he still has rolling around in his rusty units, um, and and I just love it. it. It's it's a sweet, heartwarming scene to me, and and like I said, you know, some people may not see it as heartwarming as I do, but R 2s is my favorite, so I gotta I gotta put it in here somewhere. So it's an honorable mention
1: no that's really nice i'm glad you picked that one i i wouldn't really have thought of it but now that, that you bring it up i'm like oh my heart is all toasty i i am <laughs> heart warmed this is my heart my heart's like wearing a little snuggie right now like
0: <laughs> <laughs> katie has heart snuggies um. <laughs>
1: uh,
2: i love i love it jason yeah i mean I can I hear I hear what you're saying with the fact that like some po- some folks are probably like I hated that moment because didn't come back. Um, sorry, that was that was really rude <laughs> of me for people that didn't like, it. and that's fair. You you're certainly welcome not to like it, um, but yeah, I mean it really is because it's it's that moment that's very hard nostalgia in Last Jedi, and that's not a bad thing. Um, but it's yeah, it's the reunite. It's it's the in a way. K- only real cute moment with Luke in the film too, right? Like he's so, R2, right? Like, like he's just, he's so happy, right? And right? just, just yeah, probably thinking kinda, of all the adventures they've been on.
0: Hey, Sacred see, like, Island, watch your language.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's one of the only moments where I really see him as like 17 again, you know? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah good point, it's The Katie. only moment where you flash back to the OT or to the, you know, A New Hope, really. Yeah. Um, like aside really young, from the, yeah. the binary sunset, but yeah, right. the, when when you see the farm boy come, yeah,
1: out. yeah. Besides so. when he's like drinking milk, that's when I'm like, oh farm boy, oh. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh. Oh man, he's trying to just gross Ray out so much, make her uh, leave. Yeah, I
1: feel like his aunt Brew would be so proud. She'd be like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> "See, you got your blue milk all on your own." Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, all right, Carl. What's your honorable mention? Um, so I'm going to go with uh, a a very
2: classic moment from Return of the Jedi, and I, you know, the celebration at Bright Tree Village. Um, this this <laughs> I, I don't know I don't know how your heart can't just glow during the final victory of the rebellion, right? Like and just seeing everybody's hugging, like I love it, and everybody looks like a good hugger, especially Han. I want a hug from. <gasps> Harrison Ford Han Solo, so bad. The way he pulls Luke in for that hug, it's like, pull me in, pull me in, baby. Um, <laughs>
1: Let me get on <laughs> yeah. um, that. Yeah.
0: I, I will agree. He looks like he gives a good hug. Yeah. But I still maintain Chewie hugs are the best. Oh, that's um, fair. <laughs> that's fair. Chewy, and Chewie gives a
2: monumentally good hug to Lando. Um, yes. But yeah, it's it's like this is – Every time I watch *Turn of the Jedi*, no matter how invested I am in watching, right? Because sometimes when I'm watching, it, it's kind of background. Um, but no matter what, when that final celebration begins, I am just—it's just like I'm all aglow because it's this final moment of victory, all the hard work, right? Especially coming after, you know, coming off of the, the tragedy of Empire, and here we see like our family reunited. Victorious, and then you know the 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 beauty of the force ghost showing up, and and as much as I still don't really love Hayden as the force ghost, like I do love your explanation, Jason, of yeah, how better. important it is, <laughs> of, of how important it is though to show the redemption of what happened in the prequels. So for that yeah. pre for that purpose, I appreciate it. Still don't love it, but I appreciate it. Um, I can I don't like that. it. I don't agree with it. <laughs> But I, accept but, I accept but I accept it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean just that I mean it's it's just like the pinnacle of joy in the Star Wars saga is is that moment on Bright Tree Village. And yeah,
0: I mean just to me that's just classic heartwarming moment. Aww. Oh man. I I love this scene so much. I did not include this in my list because I viewed it more of a celebration than a heartwarming moment, although the two are not mutually exclusive. Um, <laughs> but you know, if if I had gone by that then i would have had this um the uh throne room at the end of a new hope i would have had augie's grand municipal band the end of phantom menace i would have just had half my list be the end (laughs) scenes from these movies so i was like i'm gonna stay away from those jason's Um, like i'm
2: dismissing your honorable mention (laughs)
0: No, i mean i'm just saying that's why it's not on my list because if it if i hadn't restricted myself like that it would have been. So it's a great, and it probably would have been higher than honorable mention. No, so that's fair. It's a great scene, and I'm so glad you you, you brought it up because that makes me, it brings warm feelings <laughs> to my heart. <laughs> <laughs> like an Ewok campfire. You know what
1: I'm saying? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, Katie, round us out with our number fives.
1: My number five. Well, start us is off. An- yeah. Sorry. Start us off? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> my number five is Anakin and Padme rollicking in the fields of Naboo. <sighs> Yeah. <laughs> Get <Yes>.
2: some. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Love it.
1: I think rollicking is a good word for whatever <laughs> nonsense that is with Anakin writing Rolicking. on <laughs> rollicking. Yeah. writing like like on a cow. It's a shack. Cow. <laughs> it's called a shack. Essentially
0: it's a giant cow tick, but um but yeah, it's a, it's called a shack.
1: Man, those um, Skywalker boys and their and their cows. I don't I don't <laughs> i don't know what to tell you but then i don't know i just i i love it he you know uh padme's watching him and she's laughing and then oh no Anakin falls off and is he hurt oh no it just evokes all these like pastoral romances you know i don't know it like it reaches me and then you know she runs up to check on him and now he's just messing with her and he's like laughing and she hits him she's like (laughs) how dare you how dare you make me worry about you i'm so mad except not really let's roll around in the grass (laughs)
3: but, right. you
2: know, gee. <laughs> gee. <laughs> actually really quick i'm gonna rewind this just for a second listen to how fun the bass line is in this
3: yeah
2: it's like very it's very like sway and it's very fun like the bass is having a great time in the background there yeah, yeah exactly
1: so i feel like I feel like on a scale of like you know heartwarming, this feels like like a nice compliment. Like I'm walking down the street and someone gives me a nice compliment. I'm like, oh, I feel I feel good now. I feel like <laughs> that's how this scene makes me feel. I'm all you know. I feel good now. I'm gonna have a better day because of this scene. That's that's why it's my number five.
0: <laughs> that's a, that's a great comparison. I like that. But yeah, it's a fun scene too. It, it it's. It is one of the very rare few moments where we get a glimpse into Anakin and Padme's relationship and the, the innocence that that it you know really has. They're um, just being
1: cute dorks. That's what I love about it. They're just being yeah. cute right. dorks.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm just watching this go. You nerds, you're nerds. <laughs> Anakin, you're a nerd.
0: I mean, it's corny, it's cheesy, but they're having fun, and that's <laughs> what makes you smile. Exactly. So.
2: Couldn't agree Ray more. Ray. Yeah, no,
0: it's it's so much fun, and
2: you know, Katie, you not too long ago when you were on, we were talking solo stuff, and randomly, Anakin Padme came up. You made a great oh, yeah, point yeah. as to why, right? Padme falls for him, and but I think this scene in particular for me has always been one of those. Scenes. Yes, it's definitely corny, and it's George kind of pointing to like an old form of romance film, right? Like it's not yep. modern yeah. romance; it's not meant to be straight out of this life. Um and but more than anything i what to me is so important about this scene is it shows why Padme could easily fall for Anakin because he lets her have fun. he lets her put her hair down and just you know be playful, and I think that's such an important part of a relationship so for Padme, yeah. who's always serious and always busy at work to just be able to just have fun um I think it's just, it's just such a great moment for the two of them,
0: yeah. yeah. <laughs> He makes me laugh.
2: <laughs> yeah. So, Jason, what's your number five?
0: My number five, we are going to go from, for me, from The Last Jedi all the way back to The Phantom Menace. Um, and I'm, I'm going to go with uh, Anakin winning the pod race. You know, oh, nice. right when he comes in and the trumpets blare and everyone starts <laughs> cheering. The crowds are going nuts. Ooh. <laughs> ah, <laughs> ooh <laughs>
1: ah. <laughs> and then. And then, Mom, I did
2: it! Yeah! And Qui Gon throws him up on his shoulder.
1: Yeah, Qui Gon, Who's like eight feet tall? Yes. He puts <laughs> <laughs> him up on his
0: shoulder. Charger <laughs> is cheering and dancing around, and then and then that kind of goes over into the scene in the hangar later, where they're they get to you know congratulate him in private What's and. Going, Annie? great. on, Annie! Go ahead and then you know shmi gives him the hug and the kiss and says that you know you brought hope to those who have none i'm so proud of you and he's ah you know this sheepish you know kid doesn't want his mom kissing him in public um oh here we go sorry
2: (laughs) i just just i'm like wicked delayed here but it's so good
0: <laughs> the crowds are going wild. Ooh, ah, ooh, ah, ooh, ah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, sorry, I just had to. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, it's great. And I mean, and the music is definitely part of why I like this scene it, it, when it comes to heartwarming moments. And uh it just it makes me happy. It makes me smile and and that's kind of all it needs to do to be heartwarming. So, um <laughs> Well, I won't, yeah. I won't lie, I like Jason. It. This scene
2: brings warm feelings to my heart.
0: <laughs> there you go.
2: There you go. <laughs> so. Oh, I love but it. That's why, that's why that's my number five. Great moment. Great moment. I thought so. I know. I, had to like, I was like, all right, Carl, heartwarming moments. Don't make these all Phantom Menace. And <laughs> oh, weirdly enough, you know I only have hard? one.
1: Do you but, know how hard that is? Yeah, I know. So I know. Because
0: yeah. that movie I is mean, just so darn heartwarming. Can, yeah. can, we, can we just put... The Phantom Menace as <laughs> heartwarming yeah. moment. All right, <laughs> thank you for
2: tuning in for this episode of the Womblester Podcast. Go watch The Phantom Menace. <laughs>
0: <Right>. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh what, man, what, wait, there's more. Um, y'all have anything else to say about that before we move on to
2: Carl?
1: Carl, what's your number five?
2: I'm so glad you asked. It comes from Solo. Yeah. Um, and it's that moment right at the beginning of the film when Han first meets up with Kira and they talk about their plans to leave Chris, or to leave Corellia. I oh. love it. And I am so freaking bummed that the music cuts out on the, the second track of the soundtrack, um, Meet Han, where it cuts out right as he goes into the lair, and we don't get that beautiful piece of music where he's telling her the plan, you know, Kira, you always said that one day we'd get off of here. This is it. She's like, this could actually work. It's going to work, right? Like, he's so convinced. He wants to make this dream a reality with her, and I love it. It's just this such a beautiful, tender moment where Han is doing everything he can to make his dreams come true with the girl of his dreams, and I love that, right? Like, it's just – Man, every time I saw that movie, I'm not kidding you, all tw- all 12 times, <laughs> I had the biggest grin on my face and 9 times out of 10, like tears were coming down my face too cuz I'm just Aww. like it's just so beautiful. Like like Han is such a tender-hearted person. You know, like he's got this rough exterior, but deep down, like he is a man of like just such profound love. And, you know, he shows her that coaxium and she gets so excited. They're sharing that joy together. And again, the music, like probably for a lot of our points we're going to talk about today, just like yours, just in the previous moment, Jason, the music there is just so beautiful. And I'm just so bummed it's not on the soundtrack. Um, but, um, yeah, it's 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 that moment with Han and Kira. Be still my ever beating heart. Oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now, that's a it's a great little moment. Yeah. Um, if I were going to pick a Han and Kira moment, I don't think I would pick that one. But um, I'm glad that you did. And the why you picked it definitely makes a lot of sense. But it's a great moment. And you're right. The music is good. And it would have been nice to get a full soundtrack. <laughs> I'm still wanting that for Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith well, to and be fair, the we pretty Awakens. Much, and, to be fair, you and I yeah. are
2: lucky enough that we pretty much do for Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith, thanks to a listener. <laughs>
0: Right. A listener. The unofficially <laughs> released versions. Yes. Um I would like an official sure. complete because you know, I but um One day. One, one... day. Yeah, don't yeah. worry. Disney owns it. They want will want your um, money again someday. <laughs> 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 but yeah, no, it's a great little scene and I'm I'm glad you picked it. Yeah. Um I will definitely have a moment from solo later, but nothing to do with this part of the movie. That's okay. I'm um, I'm I'm throwing a hint out there, a little tease. <laughs> is that what that was, Jason? I didn't realize. <laughs> I'm I'm I'm. You know what it is. I'm telling the audience. Oh, great. <laughs> um, well, Katie, what is your number four?
1: Lost a planet, Master Obi Wan has. <laughs> How embarrassing! How embarrassing! My Yoda's not very good, but hopefully. You know what I was talking about. <laughs>
2: oh, well, I thought that was Count Dooku. Really? Was it's
1: that Count shade. Dooku? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Jason, just, just a planet oh. master Obi-Wan has. How embarrassing.
1: <laughs> How
0: embarrassing.
1: Count Dooku rejoins the Jedi Order yeah. just to crochet at Obi-Wan. That's, <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> Well, it's what he does at the
0: end of the movie. Master Kenobi, you disappoint me. Yoda holds you in such high esteem. Surely you could do better. Um, <laughs> I mean, let's face it, Duke is only throwing shade at Obi Wan. I mean, come on. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, I love. Oh man, I love that scene. The the Yoda Youngling. training the younglings. 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 A visitor
3: we have.
1: Hello,
0: Master Obi Wan.
1: Oh Hello. my God, they're so cute. <laughs> I love they're his like, so
2: but his like super like blase like hello <laughs> <laughs> what
1: I love what I love most about that scene is that I can't decide who's the cutest one in that scene is it all the small children is it Yoda or is it Ewan McGregor who is cutest it's impossible
0: <laughs> I, <laughs> I love how she says Ewan McGregor and not Obi-Wan yeah, um, yeah.
1: <laughs> you know my good friend Ewan <laughs> yeah.
0: go way back you're right. It is. It is an adorable scene, and it is actually one of my favorite Yoda scenes in the saga because we get to see him, you know, training younglings and, and dealing with children, and it, it's really funny. It's, he's totally on their level. Um, they're taller yeah, than,
1: exactly. but you
0: know, <laughs> but he's so much, you know, older and wiser, and he's the leader of the Jedi Order, and yet here he is teaching the youngest. Um, but then again, I love, I love the whole scene with. Where he uses the children to help teach Obi Wan a lesson and they help figure out what's going on with the archives. Master, someone has raised it from the archive memory. Oh Um, my
1: god, that kid. (laughs) 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 Truly wonderful, the mind of a child is.
0: (laughs) Padawan is right. Go to the center of gravity's pull and find your planet, you will.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, again, like on on a scale of heartwarming, this is above, you know, getting a compliment on the street. This is like I just got a thoughtful letter from a friend and I'm so like, like it's not even my birthday. They just <laughs> wanted to say hi and they took the time to write me a letter. Oh. Oh, heartwarming. It's That is That's where we're at.
0: <laughs> that's where got. we're at
1: on the heartwarming scale. It's my number 4. <laughs> My K- heart is going to be, I'm like, broken.
0: exploding with happiness by the time we get to the end of this episode. Yeah, that's the top worrisome.
1: of the chart, yeah, is yes. yeah. yeah. when my heart is overheated and I pass out. <laughs>
0: yeah, Katie has a heart attack while recording.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now that's dramatic podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
2: But that is such a great moment. And, and it's not, it's not on my list, but it's definitely the type of moment I was thinking of. When this, when I, we decided to do this this episode, it's just like yeah, it, I mean that's such a great like the way he just chuckles and it appreciates the mind of a child, um, you know it's it's just so perfect, so perfect, yeah.
1: Agreed. Yep. So good. <laughs> All right, take it, Jason. What's your number four?
0: All right, my number four. We go to the end of Revenge of the Sith and the adoption of Luke and Leia. Uh, it's the montage you know the end of the montage and we get to see leia on alderaan with bale and his wife queen bria um and they're sitting on the balcony you know already loving and doting over her and um and then we go and cut back to the lars farms farm on tatooine and owen and beru are you know more than willing and happy to take luke and raise him as their own, and we we get to see them standing there looking into the sunset, um, and and I don't know, you know, obviously the movie ends on this this moment of hope, but it's also very heartwarming to me, and mm-hmm. and the the idea of adoption in and of itself is a heartwarming thing to me, mm-hmm. uh, but then we get to see that in Star Wars with you know these characters that we've come to know and love, um, and just get to see how. Through all the tragedy of Revenge of the Sith, there's still hope and there's still little moments like this that can make you happy and, and can safeguard the future. So yeah, I like it. Number you know, three for me.
2: It is it is such a good – it is such a great moment, Jason, because um, I think that was number four for you. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, four. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, that's fine. Um, it is so beautiful because it shows – that even in spite of all of the the, the the selfish decisions that were made throughout this film that caused the fall of all that was good, all it takes is some simple selfless loving actions like that of Bale and that of Briha and that of Owen and Baru, right? That holds on to the hope for the future. And, you know, and, and it might be a bit naive, but I think is real the, the reality that love will ultimately win out, Um so, yeah, I mean, I it's such a great moment. And, and I mean, p- me particularly, I'm not like crazy about babies. They are what they are. Um, but, uh, I know it sounds like awful, but.
1: No, I love it. I love uh, imagining you looking at a baby and you're just all like, yeah, you are what you are. You're, yeah. <laughs> you sure are an infant.
2: Yep.
3: <laughs> great. Grow up. Then I can talk to you.
2: Um, <laughs> as long as to hand you off when you get a poopy diaper. Really? Uh, but, you know, but there's, I mean, it's just so, it's. It's the innocence of a child that will be, you know, the future of the galaxy. You know, it's, it's right out of Dark Knight Rises, you know, um, when the guy's telling Bruce Wayne in the pit, you know, uh, the innocence of the child was to be protected. <laughs> you know, sorry. I just love Dark Knight Rises. Um, but, yeah, you know, it's it's, it's such a great moment. Um, and it certainly brings warm feelings to my heart. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Right, Carl. Well, what's your number four? My number four
2: is from Phantom Menace, and it's my yeah. only, it's my only this Phantom is- Menace one. S- surprisingly, um, but I am calling it the dinner scene at Schmee's. Um, so it's mm. when they're all sitting down to have dinner in uh, you know the Skywalker homestead, um, well ho- Skywalker hovel. Um, and again, like the, the first thing that really strikes me is Schmee's hospitality. Right? Like these are three strangers she doesn't know, and yet she's welcoming them at her table. She doesn't have to do that. I um, mean, you see where clearly Anakin gets his sense of hospitality from, right? Like, you know, right before this, you know, sandstorms are very, very dangerous. You can come to my place,
0: you know, come on. Um, well, I mean, it, not only are these, these three strangers she doesn't know, but these are three strangers her son picked up, you know. <laughs> Wandering right. the streets, yeah, and he brought them home. Yeah, so. <laughs> but you know, I mean,
2: there's there's such a uh, a tender sense of hospitality there, and I just yeah. you know, it's just it's it's really neat to me too because, um, like, again, Tatooine is a, it's a desert planet. It's it, there's so much, specifically in the prequel trilogy, when we're on Tatooine, that feels vit- very Middle Eastern. Both uh, a lot of the wardrobe choices as well as some of the musical cues, it sounds and and mimics a very Middle Eastern. Sensibility, And I appreciate that because something that is so sacred in the Middle East is the concept of hospitality. Um, it's such a big virtue in Middle Eastern cultures to, to welcome even a stranger into your home and provide dinner for them because it's such a strong sense of hospitality in those cultures. So I like that we're getting that in this kind of Middle Eastern setting on Tatooine. Um, but also more than that, I think this scene really encapsulates to me that sense of innocence that Phantom Menace is ultimately all about. I get that so much in this scene. I mean, there, there are so many scenes, to be sure, in this movie where I, where I get that sensibility of innocence. But there's something beautiful about that moment because we get a sense of innocence both from an adult and a child. We get it from both Shmi and Anakin. Right. Shmi has a sense of innocence of, of goodness. Right. She has taught Anakin that, you know, uh, the biggest problem in the galaxy is that no one helps each, each other. So Anakin here is saying we've got to help them. Right. Like you, this is what you taught me, mom. This is what we have to do. And I also really appreciate in this scene. When Qui-Gon, you know, or when when Anakin shares with Qui-Gon his dream about being a Jedi, you know, I saw your laser sword. Well, I can't face the First Order with that, <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, they have this cute little, you know, back and forth between Anakin and Qui-Gon and Qui-Gon just something picked, you know, Qui-Gon here just notices something in this boy like there's something special here Um And, you know, Anakin just opens right up, you know, this is my dream. I was going to be a Jedi, right? And this is where Qui-Gon takes notice of Anakin and really listens to when Shmi says he was meant to help you, right? And then even George, like, so beautifully zooms in on Qui-Gon's face, who's deep in contemplation over the truth of Shmi's words. Um, And just everything about this scene is just so good to me.
0: So I'm done. Quiet. Enough of (laughs) me. Well, I I think this is a great scene because uh, it does show the level of goodness Anakin was raised with. You know, Shmi is probably one of the kindest, gentlest, most pure characters in all of Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, and so any scene with Shmi, I think, is a good one because she, you know, not only is she that good of a character, um, but she's portrayed beautifully by Prunella August. Um, but I I I do love this scene. I, you know, just a little family dinner kind of thing. You know, and it, and if this was a different time and a different, you know, set, set of circumstances, you could see this. You know, ragtag bunch of characters getting around the dinner table every night. You know, mm. um, yeah. I mean, I'd like I'd like to join that that dinner table, um, hang out with Jar Jar and Anakin and Qui Gon and Shmi and Padme and talk oh, to R two in the corner.
1: Yeah, you know oh my gosh i've been watching that movie for almost 20 years and i it took me forever to notice r2 back there
0: yeah, yeah. R is just sitting in the corner
1: you uh, know not saying watching anything. making no noise pretending it doesn't exist
0: right. so you forget about him like like everyone else forgets about droids yeah. um Aww. but he's recording everything yeah uh <laughs> he's like this is the start of something special i can feel it um i'm kidding um but yeah no it's a great scene and i'm glad you picked it carl it's not on my list but i'm I'm glad we got to talk about it
1: you got any thoughts on this one yeah it's it's not on my list either but i'm i'm really glad it's here because it really is a very very tender scene i i love when anakin says uh no one can kill a jedi he's like Qui-Gon's like, well, maybe I killed a Jedi and took it from him, and and Anakin's like, no, let me explain something to you, sir. You don't (laughs) understand. No one can kill a Jedi. And and then just the way uh, Qui-Gon says, I wish that were so... I'm like, Qui-Gon, who hurt you? Qui-Gon... Who where's did you my, lose? Yeah, where's my Qui Gon prequel? I need, I want that filled in. There's, there's a history there, and it, you know, the the whole scene touches me very much, and I love how all the characters get to show off and shine a little bit, and show, you know, some tenderness and some vulnerability. I think it's, it's real good. It's a good scene. Thank you, Carl. Don't mention it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right, I won't. Car- <laughs> Katie, what's your, uh, what's, your th- <laughs> what's your number three? What's your number three?
1: My number three is um, coming right off the heels of the you know Le- Ray lifting rocks, and then Finn runs in and they get that big old hug. Oh, the way the music oh, swells sure. and the camera zooms in on their faces. And Ray knows that she's home. It's <laughs> my heart. <laughs> <laughs> we're getting up there. We're getting. We're in top three now. This is this is dangerous. This is overheating. I got. <laughs> it's like it's like my heart just ate a home cooked meal that's that's how that's how we're feeling that's the level of heartwarming that we're at it's at uh- when, when exactly when the camera zooms in on Ray's face and she looks so peaceful and and happy and content, you know she she made it. This is the belonging that she's looked for for so long. You know this is that thing that was missing in her life that that sense of coming home, that sense of being with the people that care about you. And, and it's a beautiful payoff to uh, you know to what she's been looking for this whole time. It's, it means a lot, you guys.
0: In a way, this is the first time she's ever gone back to somebody, mm-hmm. um, aside from her, you know, from going back to Unkar Plutt for rations, you know, portions. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, this is the first time she's gone back and people are happy to see her. Yeah.
1: You know, gone I mean. Back
0: to to people.
1: This to me, this was the natural culmination of of in Force Awakens when Finn goes after her, he comes back for her. You know, she gets abducted and taken to the First Order, and then Finn goes out of his way to 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 rescue her. And then when she finds out that it was his idea and that somebody cared, somebody came back for her. You know, they get that big old hug. And then in this movie, when they reunite again, and, and, you know, just. The fact that across the entire galaxy they were able to find their way back to each other, and again have that big old hug, that I felt like that a very a very I felt a sense of completeness when uh, when they were able to reunite. It's it's just real good, you guys. It is. It's a great
0: little moment.
2: <laughs> it is. It really is. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah. It's it's it's. Even in spite of everything that both of them have gone through in this film and in the, in the fact that they went through it apart from one another, mm-hmm. they're still drawn back to each other, um, right? Yeah. They, they still really respect the way their friendship was forged. Um, and, yeah, I mean, what a, what a great little moment. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, Jason, now we're to your number
0: three.
3: Yeah. We are to number three.
0: <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, and uh, this is going to be right smack dab – in the middle of Rogue One. Um, and, uh, well, I, I got four words for you. Jin sees the message. Oh, uh, uh, it's more like so. breaking. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it, right? It, it, it's so emotional. Yes. But, but it is heartwarming in the sense that, you know, yes, while there's the, the destruction of the planet happening around everybody you know, the, the Death Star is firing at the same time. The the moment, the little intimate moment Jin has with the hologram of her father, it it makes me so happy because this is the first time she's looked up, you know.
3: Oh yeah. she she
0: she tells Saw just yeah. you know moments earlier, you know it, it's not hot. He if don't her, look up. How can you stand to you know you can stand to see the imperial flag reign supreme it's not a problem if you don't look up this is the first time she looks up and she sees someone who still thinks about her who still loves her who still cares about her even though they haven't seen each other in over a decade
3: oh yeah
0: and it is it 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 punches through the walls that that she's built up and, and she has a moment where she reconnects and allows her heart to reach back out to her father um, and I just love the, you know, and, and while he isn't there to reciprocate and to receive that, I love the idea of the you know, kids reconnecting with parents, you know, that sort of thing and, and, and there's a reconnection daughter to father here that happens and it wakes her up and forces her to look up and to to start living instead of surviving mm. uh, and it's just I it's gonna be one of the more somber of the heartwarming scenes for me obviously yeah. sure but yeah. but it's still it still makes my heart swell to see her watching that message um, because so much is happening with that and he takes a moment out of you know a, a very important, you know message that could essentially save the the, the fate of the galaxy rides on the rebellion getting this message he takes a couple minutes out of that very important message to speak directly to her Mm
3: -hmm.
0: about their past about you know how much he loves her and how much he's always thought about her and cared for her you know so that's that I think is a very important thing and, and that's why it's my number three yeah. Yeah, for real, my number 3. Um,
3: yeah.
2: <laughs> you know, to be fair, you're you, in a way it's it's there's part of it that scene that is very heartbreaking, but it is you, you know, you're right that it's heartwarming too. I mean, when he says, you know, if you're listening, my beloved, my stardust, right? Like the way he still calls her by her name, right? His mm-hmm. his name for her. Um, yeah. it's so tender and it's so beautiful. And and I was just watching this movie a few days ago and and I tweeted some stuff and like the way Felicity Jones just crushes the acting oh. in the scene—I mean, her emotion on her face is just st- like astounding—and mm-hmm. and I love every point you just made, Jason. You know, this is her looking up for the first time, and when she looks up, I think the main reason she doesn't want to look up isn't so much for political reasons, but when she looks up and sees all this, she's going to have to reconcile the pain of what she's lost, um, and I think. She's doing yeah. that here and finally re- – and I never finished the Rogue One novel, but I did read enough to get to this point. And it's the first point – because in the novel, she harbors a lot of resentment towards her father um, mm. that isn't necessarily put forth in the movie. Um, but it's in this particular scene where that resentment kind of breaks when she hears him call her Stardust, when he hears, she hears him call him Beloved. Um, and, and I actually, I, I love that you put this on there, Jason, and I'm kicking myself right now because I really wish I had put, not this moment on, but the moment from the prologue of Rogue One when she just hugs him and he says, everything I do, I do it for you. And I want to give a quick shout out because uh, on, on, on Twitter, E-Rock is his, is his username on Twitter. He told me whenever he watches that movie, his little daughter runs in and gives him a hug whenever that scene comes uh, on. And I just think that's oh. so sweet. And that's that definitely really nice. worth a shout out. So. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I'm really bummed I didn't think to put that moment on mine. But I'm glad you put this one on, Jason.
0: Yeah, I I'm I am two and a half chapters away from finishing the Catalyst audiobook. book, um, and so I've I've literally just like twenty minutes before we started recording uh, listened to the scene where Galen and light spoiler, spoiler warnings, folks, uh, where Galen has that moment with Jin, and she's drawn the picture for him and it snaps him out of you know out of his uh this mode he's been in this researcher's mode he's been in and it it brings him back to to the world of his family and so i've literally just finished listening to that scene and i was like i cannot not put that's a rogue one moment in this you know so i i i I made room for this moment on my (laughs) on my list uh because i've been listening to the the audiobook for catalyst so all right nice what about you carl what's your number three
2: mine is really little um it's the moment in empire strikes back when yoda is taking luke's little lamp into the swamp Yes. I love this moment. Um, I don't know why it's particularly heartwarming. It is. It's It's honestly mostly heartwarming for nostalgia reasons, but I don't care. It's still worthwhile. Um, I always loved watching Empire Strikes Back with my, my, my two cousins, Rick and Andrew, that got me into Star Wars You know, nearly 30 years ago. Actually, not that long. I, I, I didn't get into it when I was three. <laughs> Be that as it may, it was a long time ago. Um, and I just always liked this scene... Then, because it was often the scene... So, weirdly enough, Empire Strikes Back was never my favorite Star Wars film as a kid, because it is kind of slow in that middle section for mm-hmm. a younger person, I think. Um, and this was always the point where we started to get a little bored with the movie, and it was always right at that scene where we turned off, go upstairs and play Star Wars. Um, so, like... <laughs> I just felt like Yoda was inviting us upstairs to play, um, <laughs> so I liked it for that reason. But also in universe, I really appreciate it too because Yoda is the light bearer, right? And like in this Aww. moment, right? It's the it's it's this swampy dark planet, but Yoda is the one who carries the light, and Luke knows to follow the light, um, right? Very much like Ray, you know. When Maz says, you know, feel the light, you know, it'll you know it'll guide you. Well, Luke's gonna let it guide him, even if he's a little reluctant. And in this planet that Jason detests so much, but I adore with all my little heart, um, <laughs> it, the, you know, this scene isn't anything but heartwarming because Yoda's so cute and he's funny and he's inviting. And the music, it's very playful in this moment, right? We're getting a very playful rendition of Yoda's theme and everything thematically, the, the, the sounds, the characters – in spite of the kind of creepy setting, there's something very welcoming. I feel very at home in that moment, and I think Luke does as well, and um, I don't know every time I see that scene, it just it, it brings warm feelings to my heart.:
0: <laughs> so, That's what well, Luke three. does say, you know, still, there's something familiar about this place, yeah. So um, I put a and, I put a great
2: little mini episode on our Patreon about that. What self promotion? What? <laughs> <Wow>. what? <laughs>
0: um, but no, I I, I agree. It's it's a it's a great scene. Um, planet notwithstanding.
1: Yeah, um, <laughs> Jacob is still gross. Sorry, not it's, sorry, oh, Katie. No. Come on, I
0: thought you of all people. <laughs> no.
1: Jacob is gross. <laughs> uh.
0: Why on earth would you willingly go to an a sw- into a swamp that dark and disgusting? Um,
1: yep. And it eats your ship. Like, as soon as you touch down, oh, you're stuck there. What?
0: <laughs>
2: I'm sorry, would porgs make Dagobah better?
1: <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes.
2: yes. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, bogwings don't get it done for you. <laughs> no. No, they
0: don't.
1: It, um, it's, did bogwings ever sit around playing with Luke's lightsaber? Uh No.
2: Uh, no, because no, it was firmly attached to Luke's belt, and they 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 hadn't even been on a date yet. So <laughs> we're gonna go grabbing. So,
0: um, getting back to the actual scene at hand. Yeah, um, I you know my first reaction to the scene, notwithstanding that um, the whole first watching the scene and being freaked out by Yoda. Um, but I do love. I do love Yoda's, you know, I don't know what what you would call it, but his silliness in this. yeah, The the, the way he just, uh, you know, is such a goofy, off-the-wall character when everything you've known up to this point is he is the headmaster of the Jedi Order. You know, (laughs) he used to be in the tallest spires on Coruscant, and now he's this goofy little old alien you know living making, in a tree <laughs> living in a tree you know living in a, in a mud hut stealing <laughs> things from a, pos- a potential student in order to test him and you know Get laughing like fi- a maniac
1: getting in tug of war fights with R2-D2 <laughs> yes <laughs> mine mine mine, mine,
0: mine. <laughs> R2 <laughs> let him have it dink
2: would you move and, along, and I, little fellow? We got a lot of work to do.
3: No, oh. stay.
2: Help you find I'm your friend. friend. Hmm? I'm not looking for a friend. I'm looking for a Jedi Master.
3: Oh.
0: Yoda. <laughs> you seek Yoda. You know him? Take you to him. I will. <laughs> but now, we must eat. Come. <laughs> <laughs> love it. I love his laugh. I oh, love Young's laugh, and this is the greatest scene with his laugh in it. So yes, that that is heartwarming to me. Uh, like oh, I Jesus, said, you know, I re- gross, disgusting planet notwithstanding. <laughs> I I'm really hoping they do speed dating at
2: Celebration Chicago. One because I still need a girlfriend, and two <laughs> because I really want to sit down across from everybody and be like, I'm not looking for a friend. I'm looking for a Jedi Master. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: There you go. See now, this is why I love talking to you guys because, like, I wouldn't, I would not have thought of that scene as heartwarming. It's nowhere near my list, not because I hate it. I just didn't really think of it as heartwarming. But talking to you guys, I'm like, oh, my warm feelings to my heart. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh well, Katie, what's your number two? I'm sure it's on Dagobah.
1: It's close. Great. It's it's in Return of the Jedi, which is close in my head which it's not close anyway it's
2: we do have Dagobah and Return of Jedi
1: okay yeah, there's Dagobah there they're it's similar to
2: the movie yeah they're very organic at, planets
1: yes exactly so we're on Endor and C-3PO is telling stories to tiny Ewoks who mm. are enraptured yes they are, you know he's not very good at telling stories And yet...
2: And yet he crushes it. (laughs)
1: Exactly. He brought his own sound effects. I love it.
0: Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh.
1: <laughs> I love it. How can you not? We got little like little Ewoks, and they're like purring, and they're like snuggling up to Han Solo, oh, yeah. and then Leia's snuggling up to Han Solo. Everybody, everybody snuggling up to Han Solo, like, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and they're ooing and awing and screaming and hiding uh-huh. their eyes at all the right moments, <laughs> you know. <Ooh>. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Not like that. Um, uh, that's the only way that scene could have been improved. Is if Obi beat were there, there. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> C-3po tells them, you know, and it's just like, oh, and then Darth Vader cut off Luke's hand, and then Bode and beat are all like, I don't care what galaxy. You're <laughs> <around>. <laughs> that's that's <God."> got hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that should that should be the next special edition just and beads, cgi'd in the background (laughs) make it happen
0: oh my gosh that's a Uh, um, uh, every time some oh there needs to be a video on youtube now every time someone gets a limb cut off they gotta cut to i um, don't care what universe you're from that's gotta hurt
1: um
2: (laughs) oh that that's such a great moment but i gotta i gotta
0: reserve comment so
1: Oh okay, yep. Oh, fair ahead. enough. Yeah, yeah I <laughs> Let's
0: mean, see. I'm gonna. I'll 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 say a few things. This is a great scene. I'm yes. so glad, so glad you brought this up. I, it's not on my list because I didn't think about it um, when I was making my list. But it's such a an, an adorable scene. It's a sweet scene, and we kind of get the whole you know the cliff notes version of what we of, of where we are now. Mm-hmm. You know. And and the audience watching it is just, you know, kind of the best because they're they all... They love
1: it as much as we do. That's what yeah. I love is that, you know, we're hearing this story and they 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 love it. They're like, this is the best thing they've ever heard. And I'm sitting in my seat, theater seat eating my popcorn going, <laughs> this is also the best thing I've ever heard. <laughs> this is so cool. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> and I mean, like, when you're talking about heartwarming scenes, how can you not have a scene with teddy bears? Like, what's oh, more heartwarming yeah than a room full of teddy
0: bears nothing <laughs> purring <laughs> nothing yep. she has a point um
1: <laughs> that's what right. that's where we are on the scale for my for like my heart is so warm i'm surrounded by teddy bears and my heart is wrapped in a blanket with a mug of cocoa that's that's where we're at we're pretty pretty dang heart warmed we got marshmallows <laughs>
0: All right. Well, I guess it's my turn for uh number two. Um and I'm gonna take us back to solo, a Star Wars story. Uh, oh. and and this um, you know, I love this moment so much. It is one of my favorite moments in the entire movie. Uh we're in the middle of the um Kessel Run and <laughs> Han's like, We need to angle rear deflectors and Uh, we definitely definitely do do. we definitely do (laughs) and then Chewie steps in flips a bunch of switches, turns some levers and Kira's like alright, I'm I'm obviously not helpful as a co-pilot right now (laughs) Chewie, get in Um, and of course we get the whole, you know since when did you learn to fly? 190 years old you look great Um, but it's the moment specifically where Chewie Climbs into the seat, sits down in the co-pilot seat, and we get that shot across Chewie of Han looking at, you know, looking at his co-pilot and knowing, oh, we got something going here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and we get the dynamic duo where they're supposed to be. pilot and co-pilot of the Millennium Falcon for the first time in their lives. So I love this moment so much. It is a nostalgic moment, but... I think it's a great moment in the movie and a great moment in the saga for me, um, and I just love it. It, it. I don't have that much more to say about it, but it it, it brings a lot of warm <laughs> feelings to my heart. <laughs>
1: uh, we're, we're almost at maximum warm feelings in my heart. <laughs> right, right, right. You know, it, it, it,
0: not only is it just a great scene for the characters and everything, but it's the the, the bro quality of it all. You know,
3: Yeah.
0: There are they're a bunch of... They're, Two friends who are realizing this could be something something special, you know. This There's could be start just of friends, a beautiful right friendship. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's still just friends right now, but it's you know quickly climbing the ladder of becoming best friends. Um, so I, I I love the moment. So it's yeah. Is it, that's is, why it's my number two. Is it my I don't turn? Let's huh? say
2: my turn. <laughs> yeah. No. Oh, you're not allowed to go. <laughs> okay, well, here's my number two as well. Since when do you know how to fly? 109
0: years old? You look great. <laughs> Chewie, get it! I'll help. I'll help, Lando. Oh uh, yeah, that's oh uh, man. Times every time that comes up, I want to like throw my fists up in the air and cheer, which I just did. <laughs> um, so. Carl, that makes me very happy that, that you and I both had this at number two. <laughs> yeah, I know
2: I, I love this moment, um, and obviously like i've clearly if if, you're, if you've been listening, you know what my number one is now, um, but uh you're paying attention this is close enough to, this with time could take over in, in a category like this. Um, you know you, I agree with everything you said, Jason, about this moment. The one thing I'd really like to add though that I think is actually really important is the fact and i don't know if this is meant to be um symbolism or not but when kira gets up to leave han doesn't fight her on it at all he wants Chewie in that seat with him so in a way right kira oh. is not meant to be his co-pilot Chewie is yeah so um
1: that's that, smart you're smart you're smart
2: <laughs> i like that movie a lot so <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's been on my mind for a while But, yeah, to be fair, I did just think of that today while I was putting this list together. I was like, wait a minute. This is also really, like, this is a really powerful moment, too, because it's like right when Kira walks into that cockpit after, you know, L3 has, has, you know, died and and Lando's cradling her, she walks in and Hans says could use a co pilot and smiles as she takes the seat. But she's not the one who's supposed to be his co pilot. She's not the one who's going to be able to make him free. Ultimately, it's Chewy. So I love that it's Chewy who takes over. And then, like you said, Jason, the thing that just made me smile from. Like beyond cheek to cheek, like cartoon big was when Han flashes when Alden flashes that Han solo smile to Chewy. Right. Yeah, and exactly like you said, this recognition that this is something beautiful. There's something in their bones that draws them together in this moment. And I love it. But yeah um yeah, I just I, I also just think it's really powerful that it's Chewy taking
0: Kira's place and that's who's supposed it's- to be there. It's a little bit of foreshadowing, yeah. an action sequence. What? Somebody's <laughs> actually smart with their movie making. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a Ryan Johnson thing. I'm sure, or not a Ryan Johnson. A a, a um Ron Howard. Ron Howard, uh, touch. I'm sure.
1: Um, yeah. See. I was. Uh, so. Oh, look at that. Chewie, Do you have anything to say? Oh, wait. No. No. Dang it. He's not working. Apparently not. Oh. oh.
3: <laughs> there we go
2: <laughs> love it <laughs> love the laugh <laughs> oh that oh, the laugh he gives um, oh, when uh, when they're on uh, oh my gosh why do I always forget the name of the snow planet in Solo um,
1: oh me too what? I need that I movie already want to call Valakor, I need it but I
2: know it's something with a V I think um, Va- Vandor, there we go yeah. it's yes, Vandor. Vandor, you're right but when they're at the campfire and uh, yeah. you know, Rio says, have you ever tried to disinvite a Wookiee to anything? <laughs> <You
0: know? laughs> right. so good Chewie's like, yep, I know those people I've been those people I ripped their arms off <laughs> but yeah,
1: so like I, I, would, I ate all the chips <laughs> I am in agreement with
2: you, Jason, on my number two but uh, I'm really curious to hear both of your number ones
1: I'm going Ready? first, yeah? Go. Ah, ah. Okay, we're going back to the Phantom Menace. Yes. Yeah, we are. Yes. But we're going back. We can't, I can't stay away. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Well,
1: don't keep me in suspense. What's the moment? It's working. It's working. Oh, so
0: good.
2: <laughs> oh, that's and the great. Greeks
1: Well, yes. Oh my gosh. This is, of course, when all of Anakin's friends have told him, "Uh, you're in the boots of Eve in this. It's never going to run. You've been working on this thing for years. You know, they're all telling him it's not going to happen. Keep racing, Annie. You're going to end up bug squat. (laughs) Like, no. (laughs) Yeah, they're laughing at him. His pod is literally made out of garbage. He built it out of garbage. And it's never gonna work. Even if it does, he's gonna die. Like it's just a fact. And yet, it's working. And we all, there. It is. There's our hope. That's the spark we needed. And I, I, yep, I've hit peak heartwarming. <laughs> I'm fully heartwarmed. <laughs> it is. It inside my heart. It's Christmas morning. The, the lights are <laughs> are all sparkling. <laughs> There's Kate. Carol's in the background. <laughs> is
0: having a moment over here. Having, yeah. Yeah, I am
1: I just I love that one. That's my number one. Doesn't I, get any better. <laughs> I love it.
2: I am looking for that track right now. My stupid expanded edition soundtrack is all out of order. So I'm trying to find the oh. track, The Racer Roars to Life. I know what it's called. I just
0: can't find the darn thing. I know it's on here. <laughs> um well while you look for it i'll say a couple things about this scene i i love the scene and i'm so glad you brought this up because i didn't think about it oh my gosh (laughs) and i'm and i'm so mad that i didn't think about it because it is such a great scene it's a heartwarming scene and it's you know it's working it's working and the music swells and you've got everyone happy and everything and shmi is standing off to the side going well yeah it's gonna happen isn't it you know yeah. she's she's worried, but she knows it's his destiny. So um, it's meant to happen. It's he was meant, meant, to, meant
1: happen. to happen. Yeah, he was meant to help you. Yeah,
0: yeah. Oh. Uh, but it is such a good scene because you know you're like, well, is this thing really going to work? And obviously, it's a Star Wars movie, and you got to have something to race with when you're entered in the race. <laughs> uh, but it's a great little moment, and I'm glad you picked it. So. Oh.
1: I love how later when Qui Gon's all like, "I've won, I've acquired a pod in a game of chance, fastest ever built." I just love, you know, he's I got hope that you little didn't side. Kill oh, yeah.
0: I know for it. <laughs> 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 so you supply the pod and the feet. I supply the boy, and we split the winnings um, uh, 50-50 I think, huh? Eh? <laughs>
1: i like water. i like that oh, water. great i just i love how like that little like side glance little side smile qui-gon shoots anakin it's the fastest ever built <laughs> it, it's definitely not made out of garbage it's right. amazing
0: <laughs> <laughs> right
2: all right well i finally got it here we go yeah here we go And Katie, it rolls right into your one of your other moments.
1: Exactly. That's why. Like, that's why I couldn't put them both in the top five because I was like, "Well, these scenes are back to back. They're basically the same scene of Anakin being adorable and starry-eyed." Yeah.
2: <laughs> you know, oh, just really, I I love that transition of scenes, scenes too because. Again, I love the way George uses wipes in all the films. Um, Mm. Hello, sequel trilogy. Would it kill you to use more wipes? Um, (laughs) That's throwing shade at J.J. and Ryan. I don't care about the standalone films because they're their own beast. JJ, you summon nine, if you're listening, which I know you're not. But uh, I'm also throwing shade at Ryan for that, too. I mean, Ryan. So I remember somebody asked him in an early interview before the movie came out. He said it's the he, and he admitted he's like, yeah, it's the least amount ever used. You know, I just I just didn't think to do a lot of them. And that's fair. But it's again, speak the language of Star Wars. If you're making a Star Wars film, come on. Um, but wow, I'm such a jerk. But uh, um, he made a great film and the story just i yeah. wish there were more wipes but i love the wipe that we get from transitioning from the the p- racer roaring to life because it's literally it's this uh wipe panning down from the stars like the stars falling down onto our characters i just i love that it's it's probably my favorite wipe. geez that's the moment we should do we should do top five wipes in star wars at some point <laughs> um, <laughs> because <laughs> that'd be fun but uh there we go i just gave away my favorite one that's my favorite wipe though the way it just kind of like the starlight falls down and, and casts its light onto our characters right like it's just like this this moment of blessing if you will like it's just be, a beautiful little wipe so i know that's not directly your moment katie and i apologize but i'm connecting I both fight. of them
1: <laughs> exactly exactly I'm, I'm i'm ending where i began i'm super heartwarmed i need to lie down <laughs> Just get the smelly salt. I'll be okay. Jason, take it away. <laughs>
0: All right. All right. Well, my number one. Um, and I did not expect this to be my number one. But in light of our episode last week, it, uh, it jumped. It jumped quite a few spaces. Uh, so we're going to go to The Force Awakens. Um, and we're going to go to... Good to meet you too, Poe. Good to be. Or good to meet you, Finn. Good to meet you too, Poe. Wow. Yeah. wow, yeah. Wow, that's your favorite. Wow, Poe naming Finn is my favorite heartwarming moment right now. And, and I'm s- gonna say, I'm gonna say it, th- this could fluctuate because uh, of you know what I'm watching, uh, but right <laughs> now because of of how much we dug on Poe last week, um, I, I I love this moment anyway. So it's it's a, it's a, it's a Big moment for me in Force Awakens, anyways. When when Poe names Finn, Poe is not gonna. He doesn't. He doesn't take kindly to keep calling people a number. But he has an identity, and so he's gonna give one to Finn. And you know that whole thing, that whole idea, is a powerful one, anyways. Um, but the way it's handled, it's just so energetic. It's fun. They they really have a, a connection that happens, and they're like best buds in seconds <laughs> you know um and i just i love that moment a lot um and i was really surprised when i was you know i had you know my 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 six moments i was i was going to talk about tonight and i'm ordering them and i was like no can't I put that underneath this and I, okay that's my number <laughs> 1 i guess it's my number 1 today so um I'm surprised it's it's that high, but it is. Um, I can't explain it, but Poe Dameron naming Finn is it's a heartwarming moment, and it's done in such an action-packed, exciting, fun way that I can't help but grin like an idiot that's
1: every time I way- watch it. Yeah, that's the one that makes your heart feel like Christmas morning. Like, I get it. It's, it really is. It's, it's magical. It, 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 and, it's, and it's so fun. And both the characters are so alive in that moment and so excited and glad to be there. You want to be on this adventure with them. And I love, I love, I love that Poe asks Finn, is that all right? I'm going to call you Finn. Is that all right? It that you know it gives Finn agency in that moment. Mm -hmm. For the longest time, he's been called by a number, but Poe sees him as a person, and it's like, well, I have an idea. Can I call you Finn? And and Finn's like, yeah, I like that. (laughs) He likes it a lot. I I love it. That's so important. (laughs) I'm
0: Poe. Poe Dameron. Good to meet you, Poe. Good to meet you too, Finn.
1: (laughs) Good to meet you too, Finn.
0: how can you not just be like these are the best bros ever
3: yeah.
2: <laughs> and and that's the thing like with that moment like it's so good because for poe it's not like he only appreciates finn for helping break him out like he immediately recognizes that there's something great about finn right to, to have the courage to you know right, we see that backed up when they reunite later in the film you know um on lamu is that the name of that planet Dakar. Dakar, right. What's Lamu?
0: Lamu is the uh, prologue of Rogue
2: One. Thank you.
1: Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah. Um,
2: yeah. Man, man, these things would have never shooken me up 10 years ago. I'm getting old. <laughs> um, but, uh, so, yeah, when they reunite on Dakar, the way like Poe just embraces him and, and praises him for the courage to leave. Right. And he immediately recognizes that in that moment. And that's why, like, I'm not I, like you need a name. I'm going to give you a name. Like you're, like you said, Katie. He's a person, and he recognizes mm-hmm. him as such. So yeah, that's such a great moment. I love it, Jason. I'm just so shocked that it's it's at the top of your list. Not not because it's bad, but I'm just like I did not expect it. I love
0: it. I mean, I, you're not the only one who's shocked. So I, I'm going <laughs> to fully admit I was shocked to see it it end up at the top too. So, but Carl, love it. Yeah. Um, I think we need to get your thoughts on a certain uh, campfire story time
2: <laughs> you know we do and I'm glad that I get to go last and that I can you know control all the audio because here we go
3: a man of couture princess <laughs> Leia was <laughs> a what my art Us. batata randy Darth Vader and chenko was keemokia tundi death star Us,
0: michi and jedi obi Wan kenobi Imano Machu Veda con Yumnum. <laughs> Utape. <laughs> yes, Archu, I, I was just coming to that. To run. <laughs>
3: oh <out the> gosh. First, a look at Chimney Chudu. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Uto Millennium Falcon, A <laughs> <at> Chimney <laughs> Cloud City. <laughs> <laughs> Usta. Nutch Veda.
3: <laughs> and solo. <laughs>
2: Oh, I love that moment.
3: It's so
0: good. Carl, before you say anything, yeah. can I just Please. really quick point out the fact that I love how we get so many of the original trilogy themes mm-hmm. in... The the little woodwind instruments that sound like they're being played by the Ewoks. You know. It's really cool. Agree. And and Katie's about ready to pass out from, <laughs> from, from, Warheart, Wicked, purring on, from, from Wicked purring on Hans leg. Yeah. Oh, it's so good.
2: And thank thank God for the Blu-ray because now Wicket blinks. Oh
1: my gosh, <laughs> oh my gosh I'm lightheaded. I live so <laughs> i can't i don't know why it hit me so hard this time around it's just so perfect <laughs> and they're just all snuggled up like han solo like you said he has such this tough exterior and the, the ewoks are like nah you're a pillow to me yeah
2: well it's it's really cute because Wicket, like right the reason Wicket, like kind of like puts his hat on his shoulder and starts rubbing him is it's right after he tells them about how he like tea glow carbon um yeah, right so like, he feels they're bad like, for you're him okay,
1: like, oh. <laughs> I'm yeah. so sorry that you're, I mean that you're like 15 minutes ago wasn't
0: carb- he was sharpening his teeth to eat him but now he's petting him
1: <laughs> <Yeah. Right>. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um and then he stands up and Wicked like latches onto his leg and he's, he yeah. can't he can't prize him off well strong better um, um, than no help at all Chewie <laughs> <laughs> um alright Carl why I, is this number one
2: I, you know, I mean, in a way, right? Like f- whenever we do top five, sometimes number one is the hardest one to explain. It, it is because it is, right? Like it's just th- – right. this is about heartwarming feelings. My heart is extremely warm every time I watch that scene. And the reason I appreciate this scene so much is because it's, it's a myth within a myth. Like I just think that's also really cool. And like you pointed out, Jason, the fact that we get so many of the main Star Wars themes but kind of replayed in this kind of tribal – um you know a, a fantasy way right like it's it 's just such a great moment um and like all good myths, it inspires right threePO tells the story and it inspires the ewoks to join the story it inspires them to join the fight to join the cause um so
1: it's we are now part of the tribe. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes. It's, laughs> great that's just what i always wanted yeah you know it's
2: uh i just it's so perfect i i absolutely love this moment and um yeah that's that's really all i got to say about it
1: is it christmas morning inside your heart
2: it is it really it is. is. Yeah.
1: Yes. We, yeah. We're all, we're all at maximum heart. Yeah.
0: Uh, <laughs> yes. Yes, we are.
1: We're like, we're like ET when like his heart starts glowing through his chest. That's all of us right now.
2: Exactly. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, well, anyway, um, I think that's going to wrap up this, this, this heart warmed episode. And, and I hope all of you listening have nice warm feelings in your heart right now whatever you're doing and (laughs) and as always like please feel free to share some of the moments from star wars that really bring warm feelings to your heart we always love to hear what other folks um enjoy about our top our top five lists and always uh, and always love the feedback you all provide so please feel free to do so
0: yes please absolutely Um, and now carl uh we have a matchup that yes. we want to give everybody at the end of this show. Which is uh, not heartwarming at all. <laughs> no, <laughs> to Not be fair. really. Uh, do you want to introduce this or shall I? Get after it. All right. Well, <laughs> we are going to go back to Star Wars. The Clone Wars uh, on Cartoon Network. No, just kidding. Um, but um, we're going to go back to the Clone Wars. And we're going to pit two villainous characters against each other. We are going to pit uh, the fallen Jedi Pong Krell... Versus uh, Maul Brother Savage Opress. Um, mm. So I think I think this could be a fun matchup. They both have double bladed lightsabers. Krell, yeah. has, Krell has two of them. Um, and four So arms. we'll see. We've got and four, and, and four, arms. four. cheating.
3: Right.
0: Cheating, <laughs> all right. cheating. All right. All right. <laughs> but uh, we'll see if that ha- uh, weighs in on anybody's decision making here. But we are going to pit General Pong Krell versus Savage Opress.
3: I and- love it. Love yeah.
0: it, <laughs> and Carl. If people want to weigh in on the matchup, or if they just want to talk about how silly we are for all of our heartwarming um, decisions here, uh, where can they do that?
2: You know, before I even share that, Jason, really quick, do you realize what episode number this is? Yeah, it's uh, it's two ninety eight. Yeah, that's two away from three hundred. All right, <gasps> we're almost to Sparta. Um,
1: <laughs> we just
2: have more clothes on, and we're not nearly as jacked. Um, but
0: other than that
1: I don't know well, maybe you guys aren't
0: <laughs> <laughs> fair point Katie fair point <laughs> I mean we had to bring some muscle onto this podcast some way. right
2: um, yeah we needed a bouncer Katie thank you um,
1: you're, you're welcome she so, is
0: the tallest
2: of the three of us fair so. point <laughs> fair point <laughs>
1: that's usually the case when I walk into a room let's be real
2: <laughs> <laughs> so I am getting really excited for episode 300 and and I know Jason, we're going to talk about what we're going to do for that. I have some ideas that I have yet to share with you, but I will. Um, So, but before that, I I would just, I would love to ask folks if you haven't yet written a review in iTunes to, to please do that. Um, It's been a little bit again. We did get one just recently and and I will give props to that on the next episode, but um, we haven't gotten any really since this, since July. So, uh, Again, the the main reason I ask for it is because it, it really helps the show to be more visible on iTunes. And again, if you enjoy the show, you know, even if you don't actively go, you know, telling people check out the Wampus Lair, even just by writing a quick review, um, it really just makes us that much more visible in the iTunes store. So, um, by episode three hundred, if we could just get like three or four
0: more, that would be great. Um, yeah. So again, it, it, and- yeah, go ahead, Jason. And and hey, here's an idea. Since we are heading towards 300, um, if y'all have anything that you want to say about us hitting 300, if you any thoughts you have on the show or favorite moments that you've had uh, that we've done, send us a line and maybe we'll read some of them. So, you know, or, or talk about some of that. You know, I, I think, you yeah. know, this is a, it'll be a celebration, whatever we do. We're still figuring it out, uh, but it'll be a celebration and y'all are part of it. Because y'all, y'all are the ones who keep listening and keep coming back week after week. I mean, Carl and I would just sit here and talk Star Wars every week, <laughs> even if nobody was listening. Um, but the fact that y'all are out there and you guys, you know, listen and, and it helps make this a little bit more worthwhile than it, if it was just Carl and I talking by <laughs> ourselves. Um,
1: oh, speaking so yeah. of heartwarming. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's so nice.
0: <laughs> so, yeah. If y'all, if you uh, want to drop us a line, send us an email, maybe an MP3. Um, keep it a couple of minutes, uh, and and maybe we'll we'll get that on our our 300th episode. We'll we'll see what happens. But yeah, and if, if you
2: also just kept track of how many times Jason said "y'all," be free to sh- feel free to sh- send that in too.
0: <laughs> I mean, I think it was like thirty. So <laughs> it, it might have been. I I noticed I was halfway through that that little <laughs> spiel, and I was like, man my south is coming out real big this time oh um, uh, yeah y'all um I anyway mean, it, i i don't i don't ever say you guys it, it's 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 not natural <laughs> y'all folks um anyway <laughs> y'all want to get in touch with us carl where can they do that well they can do it <laughs> of course uh follow us on twitter at wampaslair
2: um uh, find us on uh, Facebook Wampaser Podcast. Send us an email at, at gmail.com and check out our Patreon page at patreon.com/slash Podcast. And Katie, if folks want to see all the amazing things you're up to, where do they follow you?
1: You can follow me on Twitter at Poe Hot Dameron.
0: There you go. There's a lot of fun stuff that happens there. Star Wars <laughs> every day. Um, <laughs> you guys have anything else uh before we close this episode down
2: no i realized uh. i closed I'm, I'm currently trying to close this with a weirdly odd track
0: oh no i guess this works never mind
1: Ah, it's lovely <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right well on that note thank you everyone for listening to this episode of the wampas lair podcast this has been episode number 298 way <laughs> <laughs> more fitting Music change! <laughs> Perfect! Uh, this has been episode 298. one warm feelings to my heart. Like this song brings to me. Um, <laughs> for Carl and Katie, I'm Jason. And we're Jedi rocking it next time here in the Wampus Lair.
1: Wang